Hello and welcome to the Exorcism Podcast. If you are looking to get really good at programming, then this is just the podcast for you. Being a phenomenal programmer is about so much more than just knowing a coding language. It's about being able to solve problems, understand the best tools to solve the problems with, and think things through with clarity. Well, hello and welcome to the Exorcism Podcast. My name is Jonathan. It's a privilege to be back sharing life and stories with you uh, wherever you may be. So, today we have a guest whose name is Carl, and uh, I'm going to dive straight in and just ask Carl to introduce himself a little bit. So, Carl, tell me, where are you from? What are you getting up to at the moment? And uh, how did you come across Exorcism? Well, I live in uh, the city of Gothenburg in Sweden, uh, and I'm currently a full-time student. Uh, but uh, when I got into tech and programming, uh, I used Exorcism. Uh, I started with the Python track, and mm -hmm. I think Python tracks is the best track for most beginners because. Uh, Python syntax is pretty straightforward and, in my opinion, pretty human nature. And there isn't, when it comes to the types of programming language, Python is pretty kind to you. It doesn't have that many types, data types. Um, but yeah. And so I started with doing the concept exercises and following the syllabus. Um, uh, and I did that like every other weekend doing mm -hmm. one or two exercises and after a while, um, when I actually, because when in the beginning, um, did a lot of mistakes, uh, which I look back on and now when I got older or like now when I've program for longer, I can now tell those mistakes. So you, you don't, your code doesn't have to be perfect in the beginning. And what I liked was that when I actually did, when I've done a lot of exercises on the Python track, I actually moved over to the Ruby track. Okay. So why Ruby is a great language to move from Python is because there are a lot of similarities and mm -hmm. Uh, Ruby syntax is pretty similar, but there are some differences. And uh, like Ruby is a lot more OOP object oriented. Mm -hmm. uh, so I think if for a beginner, I think it's it could be a pretty nice journey to use, start with Python and then move over to Ruby. Cool. So it's interesting that you you. You started with Python. I mean, often when people come to Exorcism, they have a bit of experience with development. Um, it kind of, if you've had a bit of prior knowledge and experience in, in developing and coding, what people use Exorcism for often is to upskill in a specific language. But is, am I right in thinking that you came without any coding or any programming experience and started with Exorcism? Yes. Uh I have done some like scratch, like visual programming before, but never mm -hmm. like actually code. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, 
so it it is rough starting from scratch <laughs> and i think i think that's something every programmer share that it's the beginning there is like a hill and mm -hmm. after you come up from like up the hill it just becomes easier like you I thought I thought you were going to say you come up the hill and then the hill gets bigger and then you come up a little bit and then it gets keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Did you experience feeling like um, there was a point where it s stuff made sense? Was there a moment when you were like, okay, yeah, I get this? Um, yeah. Um, I mean, looking, yeah. I mean, what is really like, it takes a lot of time to actually like fully understand something. And what most people in the beginning often do is very a lot, use while loops a lot mm -hmm. uh, because they are very, you can control them a lot more than the for loops because the for loop you actually have to tell it before you start how long the loop has to be. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think when I actually learned like how to probably properly use a for loop and mm -hmm. not like overly use while loops, I think I programming clicked or like while loops clicked a lot more how loops worked. Okay, so that was like a moment where you felt, okay, this concept makes sense to me. And then did it, your understanding of loops, did that then translate across into other concepts, um, which started to sort of make sense more and more? I, for, I'll speak from my experience here. Um, so I've been learning Go on the Go track as well. And uh, loops never made any sense until I spent like, it's probably about three days going through the exercises and the documentation and piecing it, like taking it apart one piece at a time. And the experience of going through loops and trying to understand loops actually had a really big impact on my understanding of code, generally speaking, and how functions and all of that kind of stuff worked. Was that, was that similar for you, would you say? I mean, like Python is, you're often, to solve different things, you're over, often iterate over stuff. Mm -hmm. That's more or less the only thing you do in, in Python. You iterate over stuff to solve problems, meaning loops are very important to fully understand. Mm -hmm. And I think just when you actually fully understand loops in Python, you can do a lot of stuff just because mm -hmm. everything is based on iterate, uh, iterating over objects. Mm -hmm. Okay. Oh, that's cool. So you currently are studying, um, you mentioned briefly before, uh, before this recording, um, like maths, uh, physics, uh, what other, what are the topics are you currently studying at the moment? Uh, what? What uh, what topics are you or what subjects are you currently studying at the moment? Uh, I'm studying uh, programming, math, and physics. Okay, how are you finding all of those? I mean, um, I did 
the the thing was that I actually did exorcism for a prep for those programming courses. Okay. And I realized I now know a lot more than those courses cover. Um, That's so, awesome. Uh, yeah. Uh, so I, I don't learn so much from those because I learn everything <laughs> from exorcism instead. <laughs> so are, are you saying, Carl, that actually people should do exorcism rather than a university degree? Uh, I mean, you don't like a computer science, I guess you actually learn a little bit more about how a computer works and like bits mm -hmm. and stuff. While exorcism only teaches you programming and problem solving and all the logic parts in it. So mm -hmm. I think there is still a point going to university. Cool. No, I was, I was, I was slightly pulling your leg there because I was, I think we would probably offend a lot of people with, um, with university degrees if you told them that, <laughs> that you, you don't learn anything. So we'll steer clear, clear of that one. Um, and, and, and Carl, tell me, I'm just going to ask you some, some more questions just around sort of growing up now. Did, what was, what was your, um, I'm trying to fr phrase this. Like as a child, did you enjoy problem solving? Were you kind of interested in, in like Lego or those kind of things? And the reason I ask that is because often when people do programming, there's quite like a, a natural um, enjoyment of problem solving as, as, a, as, a, as a thing. Um, so, so, so growing up, did you, did you have a lot of um, sort of hobbies or things that were more sort of technical? Or yeah, tell me a little bit about, about that. I mean, I, I like Lego. I did. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, I've, I, I, I was good at like math when I was younger. So, mm -hmm. and, and it's problem solving in that trying to solve different math problems. Uh, but I think, I think what really got me into programming is just my interest in tech generally, like I really like computers mm -hmm. and I really like every time someone gets an issue with a computer, it's like, Oh, can you help me? Um, which can be a bit annoying uh, sometimes, but it's actually <laughs> often very fun. Um, so actually I got into very interested into computer and computers and that moved me over to the interest in programming. Okay. So now you did, as far as I understand, you've done now four to five tracks on, on exorcism or have you learned, you've, you've, you've actually learned four to five languages using exorcism. Is that right? Uh, yes, I, I have done like, I've done, I've started like on six tracks. Okay. But I, I will only claim my own, like, no decently well for. Uh, okay. And out of those, so, so which ones? It would be Python, Ruby. Python, Ruby, JavaScript, and TypeScript. But I also am, like, decent at Elixir. Okay. So out of all of those languages, which one have you kind of enjoyed the most? in terms of learning? Really, I really love Elixir. I really like how you type in that language. It's, mm -hmm. I think it's very, a very fun language to type in. 
but it's mm-hmm. it's very different from what I'm used to in other languages. So it's 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 like kind of starting from the beginning at the, at some point. So yeah, um, but I think if for if someone actually wants to learn like a really really powerful language, JavaScript is there. It's, mm-hmm. in my opinion, one of the most powerful languages you can know. Okay, so so JavaScript would be, correct me if I'm wrong, a more interpreted language. So would that be a fair fair comment? And then Elixir is probably more functional. Is that yes? Okay, so those are those are quite different in in how they how they are. Um, so it's interesting to me that you seem to enjoy like both the sort of full spectrum of, of those two, two languages. What, what is it about um, Elixir that you find fun or enjoyable? Like what can you, can you nail that down? I mean, it's, it is this functional programming. Like you have these, you have these functions and you're supposed to bring them all together. And with all these functions, you're supposed to solve the problem like, and that means for me at least, I get heavily. Uh, Elixir documentation is very important uh, to actually like do something, uh, and the Elixir documentation is great in my opinion. Um, mm-hmm. So you sit there and search for the correct methods, which I think is very fun. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like piecing together like a puzzle, you could say, where you sort of. Putting everything yeah. together yeah, so you that, that you can like solve piecing together a puzzle. And as I said, I really like how you're writing the language as well. So it's it's a very nice puzzle. Okay, cool. Um, so so whereabouts on that track are you? Have you got through the practice exercises, or are you kind of still on the concept exercises? Uh, um, it's there is a lot of concept exercises for that language. I think it's like twenty or perhaps more than that. Uh, I think I am on the concept exercises I've done like probably 90% or something. So I'm, I'm nearly okay. done. Oh, awesome. That's so cool. That's really, really cool. So, so Carl, I want to find out a little bit more about kind of life further afield than just sort of coding and uh, development. So what are some of the things that you enjoy doing kind of just in your spare time or hobbies? Is there anything that you kind of really would, if you could spend all your time doing outside of coding, what would, what would that be? Uh, well, if, if I'm not allowed to say programming, uh, <laughs> uh, I like, uh, I like to play some video games at, uh, my spare time and, uh, I like biking as well. That's, that's also fun. Mountain biking or road biking? Road biking. Road biking. So do you, do you cycle? I mean, Tell me a little bit, because you're, you're in Sweden, right? Yeah. And, and where you live, is it is it flat? Is it hilly? Do you have beautiful ocean? Because that's my impression of Sweden, is that you have yeah, oceans. It's, and, uh, yeah. it's, it's, where I live, it's pretty flat. But if you go up north, it's it's more hilly. Is it snowing at the moment in Sweden? Is It, it, it feels like it's going to start getting cold now. Uh, it's, it was snowing like last week i think but now very snow snow okay and do you do you bike in the snow yes you do 
So we have a, another, you might know Brian, Brian, he's, uh, he's one of the Elixir mentors, uh, Brian Underwood. He also lives in, in Sweden, I think in Stockholm and he goes for runs in the middle of the winter, um, running around, uh, the dark of night, uh, in Sweden. So I thought I was quite, I thought that was quite, quite cool. Um, <clears throat> so do you, would you cycle often, like once a week, twice a week, or is it, is it like something that you do on a regular basis or is it just, I, 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 when I, I travel, I, I buy to a bus station and then I take the bus from, from the bus station. Okay. And then you just find a nice place and then, so you travel by bus. I travel by bike to the bus station and then I travel Got with you. the bus. Okay. Okay. Nice. And, and, and Carl, do you, um, like how far is the university from where you, where you live? Are you currently living at home or are you renting a place? Like what's your, what's your I'm, setup? I'm living at, at home. Uh, it's, uh, it's 30 kilometers away. Oh, wow. Uh, but the, it's, it's, we, it takes like, I don't know. Oh, wait. Yeah, 30 kilometers, so probably right. It's take like 40 minutes or something. Okay, so it's not it's not that bad, but that's still quite a quite a, a long way to go. So now, how many how many more years have you got left um, of studying before you you enter into the into the into the real world, so to speak? Um, four. You've got four more years of studying. Yep. Are you in your first year at the moment? Yep. Okay. Yep. Wow. So you've done year one and it's a four year, four year degree. Okay. And what, what, do you have any idea of what your, your dream is in the future or what you want to be doing, uh, as a career or any thoughts around that? I mean, I, I've, I've already always wanted to work with, with space because I, I think that's mm -hmm. cool. Uh, not being like an astrophysics or something, but like doing perhaps some programming around the space things. Uh, and we have a European space agency, which mm -hmm. could be something, but if, if not that, I think just like, I don't know, a casual backend job will be nice. Just, uh, just a casual back. <laughs> you said that it makes it sound so, so, so straightforward, uh, and, and easy to my, to my ears. But, um, and do you think you would ever want to, um, move somewhere else other than Sweden or do you enjoy, do you enjoy Sweden? Like any thoughts around that? I mean, listen, I'm asking you questions that maybe you've never even considered, uh, just yet. Cause you still got a, a few years to go before you, you have to make those choices. But, um, space sounds sounds really fascinating like how are you gonna how are you gonna do that like how are you gonna start getting into that i have actually no clue uh <laughs> never really thought about actually how but uh i mean we will see it's mm -hmm. it's more of a dream than like actually a plan uh but but to answer your earlier question um I've actually thought about perhaps living in like Canada or something, mm -hmm. but I suppose I will still live in the northern part of the, the world still. 
Okay, so so cold and ice and snow. You happy 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 with that? Yeah. Um, Carl, do you have brothers, sisters, siblings? I have a little brother. Okay, so there's there's two of you, and uh, where is he? Does he enjoy programming? Do you teach him teach him what you learn and and what you know? No, he doesn't like programming. Actually, no. Oh, really? So there's there's no uh, no overlap. But do you do you play games with him as well? I play games with him sometime. Yeah. Is he is he much younger, or I guess he must be at school currently? Uh, he's like five years younger than me. Okay, okay, so that's quite a quite quite an age gap. No, that's cool. That's awesome. So, um, getting back to to exorcism and, and your involvement. Um, so so now you're, you're maintaining on the Python track, if I'm if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Or like how, contributing. How, contributing. Okay, cool. Maintaining one day, but how how are you finding that? Um, what have been some of the the things that you've learned through that experience? I mean. The people on the Python track is really cool, and it's really fun working with with them. Uh, I mean, it's it is a lot. You you learn like because currently I've done a lot of documentation, and mm-hmm. you actually learn how to like do documentation, and you actually also have to do a lot of research often and uh, so yeah so you you have a lot of documentation and you learn a lot because you have to read all through a lot of like other people's documentation so you actually dig very deep into the concepts uh, mm-hmm. so have you enjoyed that specifically as a as a discipline um, in terms of contributing yeah and I mean, I learn a lot of when reading through those documentations. No, it's it's really cool. So, 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 in terms of contributing to Python at the moment, is your is your thinking that you'd like to start contributing to Elixir and to Ruby? Like, how do you how do you foresee that? Uh, I mean, yeah, I could see myself contributing to the Ruby track, uh, but Elixir, I don't think so. I <laughs> I have this long-term plan that I will contribute to the TypeScript track, but mm-hmm. uh, we will see. I, I think I will stay on the Python track for the next six months, actually. Okay, oh, that's cool. So tell me, can you explain to me a little bit about TypeScript? Like, just give me a a sense of what it's what it's all about. I, the reason I ask is I've heard about it. I have heard it kind of solidifies JavaScript, but again, you could tell me if I'm being completely wrong. It kind of helps just safety check JavaScript a little bit, but I could be wrong. What what what, what is it? Yeah, I mean, that's a pretty good description. Uh, I had uh, a front-end class, and the teacher used JavaScript, and he like did some basic JavaScript in mm. in in HTML, mm-hmm. and uh, because and I copy pasted his code into TypeScript, and TypeScript was like, "Oh no, you shouldn't do this. It's it's unsafe." Uh, so it's it's a lot about that, like doing your code safe. 
mm-hmm. uh, doing so it's like destined to crash or and stuff like that. Uh, so it introduced types, so you don't have like type conflict, and yeah, generally tells you to do safe stuff and not unsafe code. Um, yeah, it's it is a different language, but it's very similar to JavaScript. Uh, but it's it's a uh, you can often think TypeScript as like JavaScript, but you put on mm-hmm. armor on it, so it's like protected. Okay, so it is its own language. I think in my mind, I had this impression that it was almost like a plugin to JavaScript, but but you're saying it's actually its own kind of language. Fully. I think it is. It's. I mean, they are very similar. So perhaps they are the same. Like it's a plugin, but I like to think about it as its own language because it it has some key differences. I've probably just offended every TypeScript uh, fan out there by saying it's a plugin for JavaScript. I'm sure that'll that'll ex- like get some interesting opinions <laughs> flying around, but um. So, so that's so you. So, for you, the safety part of TypeScript is kind of what makes makes it like a, a feature worth worth exploring more. Is that right? I mean, like actually, what got me into TypeScript was that my React library didn't support normal JavaScript and only supported TypeScript. Uh, but I've got used to TypeScript, and I think it's really nice. It's mm-hmm. It also makes the code more clear when you use like types because you can actually see like, okay, this is taking a number and it outputting a string. So okay. it get easier to read. Okay, um, you mentioned uh, React Native there. Are you uh, do you prefer front end development or back end? I mean, I, I gather you prefer back end from from in, from what I understand. But do you how do you dabble in front end a little bit? I I I, I dabble into front end, but I'm I'm so bad at CSS. So <laughs> um, I usually try to find some good uh, like UI library and uh, hmm. use that. What well, when you say bad at CSS, what do you mean by that? Like uh, you just don't understand it, or it's just confusing, or there's too many. Like, what is it about it that you kind of it's, struggle with? It's like it is like there's so many like things you can assign to an object. Uh-huh. Like there is like oh to remove the thing on like when you create a link in CSS mm-hmm. or in HTML, you get like a line under the text, and then to remove that, you have to add a uh, text decoration and then write none to actually remove that <laughs> and it's so much like stuff you have to remember and mm. what is the most annoying about css is that if you do a change in the code or like the css it often screws with something else so you actually have to okay i solved this problem now this problem came up and i have to solve that one and you just go in a so it keeps just like kicking the yeah. can down the road somewhere else Oh, <laughs> so that must be so frustrating. Um, I guess my only experience with, with CSS was learning, also trying to learn React. And you have so many variable, op- like you say, so many options. Like, do you expand it or do you constrain it? And if you do that, then that changes this button. And before you know it, your whole, all of your components are kind of 
doing different different things if 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 you're not careful. I know that Jeremy um, at Exorcism he is really good at CSS, but I think he just knows so much of all of the different aspects um, to it. So so for you, front end is not something that you uh, enjoy as much as as more the the back end side of things. I have no problem with the like programming parts of the front end, but like actually actual look is I don't really like. But the mm. back end, it isn't. It's more, at least for me, it's more. If it works, don't break mm. it. <laughs> yeah, don't touch it. Let it let it be. Um, I I, I quite f- I find it interesting how people tend to favor. Um, one or the other. Do you know what it is about the back end side of things? You say you like the fact that it just works. Is does the like logical thinking through and the the sort of processing of things for back end is that what you would enjoy? Is that an aspect that you enjoy the most about it? Yeah. I mean I I do a lot of like Yeah, I, I, I like about it because it's mostly logic and setting up different like database structure. That's mostly it, even if I'm not good at like databases. Oh, that's cool. That's awesome. So, Carl, uh, I've got a couple more questions for you. I uh, really enjoyed just, just understanding a little bit about um where you come from and, and what you enjoy doing. So can you identify some, some, some key tips or things that you would recommend to someone starting out learning to code? And you can do it from like, if they maybe are more scientific of a background, maybe some tips for those types of people who enjoy that. Um, but if you were to come at it completely from another perspective, what would you say is a, a good thing to do consistently? <clears throat> I mean, I, I think that you should like start with an easy language. Don't start with mm-hmm. like Rust, C++, or C. Uh, <laughs> but then actually, like when I know June said a little bit like this, but uh, like when you see a problem, uh, mm-hmm. Like read through the problem, take a break, think through it, uh, how you will solve it, and then come back and actually solve it. Because it's it's good to let your brain process uh, like how you're gonna actually solve the problem. Mm-hmm. Another thing I think is to to actually try to not move too fast. Like do. A little bit now do a little bit then because say you're doing a lot of like concept exercises it's better to actually let that information sink than like doing all of the concepts in the same day and mm. you will probably just be left confused at that point <laughs> and how everything applies okay cool so take your time allow yourself the space to think through things um, and would you say going slow is 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 a Going slower, getting things deeply settled in is better than quick and that sounds like what you're saying. It's quicker than it's better than quicker and skimming the surface. I mean it 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 depends on like uh some languages you perhaps only like have to learn the syntax and 
and the basic stuff, and then being able to move into like more real world scenarios and actually dig deeper then. Uh, when it comes to JavaScript, I, I learned the basics and then I did React projects and there I like learned a little bit of new stuff and got deeper into the language. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's cool. Okay, nice. Awesome. Okay, so Carl, I have one more question for you for this week. What is your recommendation for the community uh, this week? Your special recommendation? And it can be pretty much anything. It can be, you know, go and go for a bike ride in the snow. It can be jump in a freezing cold lake or go for a sauna if you're in Sweden. What would be your recommendation uh, for the community? Yeah. I mean, I, I don't, I think it's, 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 it's very hard to bike in the snow. So I don't, I don't <laughs> I would recommend, recommend that. that to people. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I think I will say what I said earlier. See, if you have a problem you're stuck on, take a break. Mm -hmm. Don't sit there for like a few more hours. just trying to solve it. It's better if you take a short break and then come back at the problem. Mm hmm. Okay, cool. So this week, your recommendation is if you need to learn something, slow down, take a break, get a coffee. Do you drink coffee? I don't. Not yet. Okay. Oh, never. I'm actually just a water drinker. That's that's probably the special thing about me. Okay, awesome. Oh, that that's going to save you a lot of money going forward in life, I tell you. That's, uh, that's awesome. Okay, Carl. Well... It's been a real privilege to chat with you today. Thank you for your time. And uh, thank you for all your contributions to, to the different tracks and for engaging uh, in exorcism. We really appreciate it. Uh, I've really enjoyed getting to know you um, over the last couple of months, especially through the discourse, uh, Discord server um, that we ran. I think it was the, the Exhort. Were you on the, the Elixir uh, Discord? Either the cohort or the export. Yeah, I think I, I'm sure I saw you quite a lot on, on those, which is which was awesome. And uh, yeah, thank you for, for contributing. It, it's been great. So uh, look forward to chatting soon. And uh, thank you very much for your time. So just stay on the call and uh, we, can, we can wrap things up from there. But uh, thanks everyone for listening. You've been speaking with myself, Jonathan, and with Carl. And uh, look forward to checking in soon. Bye.